0: It is time for the moment you've all been waiting for. For the thousands of downloads and the millions of listeners. Let's get ready for Geeksters!
1: And welcome to episode 195, part two of
0: Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. What was that look for? (laughs) When I was doing the (laughs) opening.
1: I'm ready for people to wrestlers to come out and just you know, get <laughs> like, boxers to come out and start beating each other for senses like you sound like that guy. Let's get ready to. whoa! Oh, 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 oh,
2: oh,
0: oh, oh, you don't want to say that. We'll get sued.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: remember, he, he I didn't got, finish it. You know, I was gonna say, he copyrighted that. So yeah. if you say you got to pay him and I'm, I'll be I'll be happy because we'll get a letter. <laughs> 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 Something we could post on our Geeksters wall. I'm just saying, I don't want, you know, to hear that. Excuse me, gentlemen, um, we heard you use a certain phrase. Because I guarantee you, they'll find it. They'll Someone will find it. It's like, whoa, someone used that phrase. Oh, he didn't use the variation. We'll let that slide because it was the tone, but not the message.
1: I also did it like in a kind of in a Mexican accent. So. <laughs> I don't think it matters. It does not matter. Okay.
0: If you say the let's get ready to... eh? Yeah. That phrase is copyrighted yeah. No matter how you say it In whatever accent You can go Let's get ready to Or Oi Let's get ready to I don't understand Yo Let's get ready to yo know That's ching 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 <laughs> In Michael Buffer's pocket
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, Anyway So hi everybody Welcome to part two Where you can double your pleasure And double your fun What? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was hoping for a little bit more, but... <laughs> no, no.
0: Um, here in part two, we give you the releases of the week.
1: Yeah. We, we ran a little long in the first hour, so we decided to uh, bring it here.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. know. We'll get a little bit of a, hey, what's coming out on movies and video games. I give a review on Lego Star Wars.
1: We talk about an app.
0: An app? Yeah. Briefly. Real briefly. all of a sudden, probably can talk Oh, fuck I know that's uh, so Sylvester. Sylvester cat, yeah. But uh, real briefly, it was not. It's a blip in the radar of the talk show, <laughs> of, the the talk show, show. Of, of the show that we do. It's more like a. a I spent more time talking about how small it is versus on the actual time that I spent on it in the beginning of the episode.
2: There you
0: go. Just say. All right, and then uh, we give you. I uh, give you my review. We uh-huh. Give you nerd news, and then
2: scandal rocks Geeksters.
0: Yes, at the end, Ed and I have a debate on whether or not you will. You'll hear it, but then, and we'll explain it at the end. Yes. So you know, sit back, relax, and then we'll all answers will be revealed.
2: Ooh. See you in part two.
0: And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters live on Radio.com. iTunes Radio. Tune in. And don't forget to check our Facebook page out, Geeksers Radio.
1: And just follow us on those apps that he mentioned earlier.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, you, you missed here a little backstage talk. Um, I was sitting here waiting for Ed to, you know, rejoin the show. And I was like, usually, you know, we try to time it so that the song's over. And I didn't want to wait for another song to go through as he was walking in. And the show ended the song. And I was like, I'm going back. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Let him panic. <laughs> So uh, anyway, so welcome back to the show. And as we were on, uh, what do you call it, as we were on our break, Ed was talking about a, a, a new uh, app that he had from being at Disney. It's called Shop Disney Parks. Yes, it's a... Uh... <laughs> so I downloaded it. I will tell it because he's, he's just getting shit ready. I, I, wanted to, I was having problems. He told me about it. And I was like, well, it's a, here's the idea, folks. This is the genius behind Disney. Let's say you're at the park at Disney and there's something that you like but you know what you don't have enough space in your luggage to ship it back home with this app shop at disney parks it's free by the way of course it is you can actually have that item shipped to your house pay for it online and ship directly to your house all you got to do is what, scan a barcode or is it you know well no it if you're in the park itself you can scan the barcode
1: and it will show you like where you can buy it in disney itself or you can purchase it on on the app and and send it sent to your house, but if you're away from the parks like we are now, you can look up any item. You can just do it by name, like if you want to look for like Dory or or Mickey Mouse or whatever, right? And then they have they they, they subgroup it into shirts, you know, uh, plushy uh, dolls, you know, action figures, and so on. And you just pick the the item that you want in that subcategory, and then you can find all that with that. And it has an image of everything that they're selling. So you go, Oh, that's what I'm looking for. And you would click on that and then just purchase it right then and there. Right on, right
2: off. That
0: yeah. Way. I'm right now. I'm looking at all the star Wars stuff. I see Boba Fett's head. Cause I was sp- looking for specifically for a pair of shirts for me and my girl that I uh, mentioned. I was like, I'm going to have to buy that. But uh, yeah, I see uh, a Vader lives t-shirt, which I like.
2: There you go.
0: <laughs> uh, a nice, nice star Wars, Darth Vader one. That's nice. Look at that one. That one right there in the, the wow. that's nice. Isn't yeah. It? Wait, wait, like, which one? This one right here.
1: <laughs> I have that one.
0: Really? Yeah. Hey, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not buying it. <laughs> it's a nice shirt. Yeah, it is, but I don't want us to be here, you know, hey twinsies. <laughs> I'll text you and go, Are you wearing this shirt? Ooh, so that, okay, like that that Millennium Falcon shirt right there. Look at that one. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Anyway, so yeah. Nice, Sean. Do visual stuff on the fucking radio. You're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> well yes yes he is all right well now thanks welcome back to the program and now let's get right to releases of the week, weekend releases of the week here we go yes kids. what do we got coming out in blu-ray and dvd this week
1: uh the first one i'm going to mention and uh, now i know oh okay uh it's called i saw the light it's coming out on blu-ray and dvd it's about uh, the singer hank williams who's played by uh tom huddleston
0: uh yeah, I heard Tom, yeah, Tom Hillson. I I heard he did uh, does a phenomenal job of of the caricature. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's a real person, but they they said that he was really good. All right, what else you got? Uh
1: the Dark Knight trilogy <coughs> special editions coming out again on Blu-ray.
0: Okay, well this is the small version of the big version I already have. Yes. Cuz the one I have it's the it's obviously Batman Begins, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Um this is obviously just going to be probably just the movies themselves mm-hmm. because I have, it came in like this big box and it had like um, a folding book where every page had the movie and like the cardboard thick thing. So this is probably just, Hey, here's the movies. Okay. It's probably gonna be a lot cheaper too. <laughs> All right. What else you got?
1: Uh, next is uh, coming out on Blu-ray and uh DVD and digital HD. It's by the sea. It's written and directed by and produced by Academy award-winning Angelina Jolie-Pitt. Ooh. And also has Brad Pitt in it as well. Oh, yes. All right.
0: So I thought that be. I thought that'd be might be something you would purchase. It looks too serious. Oh, okay. I, 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 it, I, I, as much as I love Angelina Jolie, I like her in action movies, not necessarily the heavy dramas. I love her, but. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, the Vigilante Diaries is coming out on DVD. Okay, what's that about?
1: The high-octane action film featuring 90s movie heroes, explosive action, and international espionage. Uh, Vigilante revolves around the team of back-op agents turned crime fighters led by a brooding antihero known as the Vigilante. Uh, missions of rescue and revenge take us from mega missions to early uh, the, uh, the, the underbelly of Los Angeles and faraway places like Iraq, Armenia, Russia, and the United Kingdom.
0: All right. All right. Okay.
1: So yeah. I thought it was interesting. I don't know. Sure,
0: sure. Okay, what else
1: you got? Uh, House of Cards Season 4 is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Okay, I, I like that show, so I'm in. Uh, then there is the WWE Living of Living on Razor's Edge, The Scott Hall Story. It's coming out on Blu-ray. Okay. And uh, in memory of a documentary, Sarah the late, the late American musician Prince, featuring in, interviews and backstage. Uh, here we go. Yes.
0: Yeah. Speaking right. of Prince,
1: there's Prince Maverick, a double DVD tribute to the finest musician, performer, and composer of the modern age.
0: Okay, here you go,
1: folks. And Prince Reign of the Reign of the Prince of Ages, another documentary of his legendary life.
0: Wow, I wonder which ones are the the okay, you know the the sanctioned ones. Are all these the Since he's now no longer with us, there's no one to sue them. Right. You know? (laughs) All right. Anything else? Well, he's got got family members. I'm sure those family members are... uh... Or probably, you know, like, we need to make some money now. I mean, I don't mean to be like, of course, we're broke. I mean, I kind of feel like... Kind of like how Elvis and Michael Jackson, they have an estate, and you want that estate to, you know, still earn an income... Right. ...so that his family can be taken care of. Yes. So, uh, I mean, they're probably okaying a lot of this stuff... Just so they can, you know. But sometimes I always feel like a lot of these things are unauthorized biographies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure, like in a couple of years, you'll probably see like an on, you know, the official right. autobiography right. Of, of Prince and his, you know, his purpleness.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then of course they have an Eric Clapton one. The Glory Years is also coming out. In another documentary on the on Mister Slowhand. Okay, that's I think that was his nickname, wasn't it?
0: Uh, if you say so. I, that's <laughs> All right. I sure am. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, Guns and Roses, One in a Million, a new documentary that tells the complete and extraordinary story of Guns N' Roses using never pursued an interview footage, interviews with close friends, fellow bandmates, family
0: members, and music bids co- colleagues. Okay. All right. I mean, they are on tour with the. Uh, do you know what the name of this tour is called? No. Not in this lifetime tour. Because <laughs> yeah you know, they're all back together and there not in this lifetime. Uh, uh, how smart is that? All right what else? Uh,
1: David Bowie pushing ahead of Dame of the dames. another what? a documentary on David Bowie. All right uh, story, which is a documentary of David Bowie. okay. And Ron Rolla dolls, the BFG big friendly Giants, coming on DVD. This is a, another animated movie. Of the BFG that you can buy now, if you don't. So want to you're
0: enough. saying that the one Spielberg did is a remake? Yes, I did not know that.
1: Well, I don't think this made to me at the theaters. I think this the well, BFG think, is the
0: first. I think it's one of those like, hey, there's that movie coming out. Let's do a low budget version. Right. On, on, uh, this was. The, I
1: think this was done a while ago that they, they they just never. It's
0: not by Disney. It's by somebody else. Exactly. Okay. Well,
1: he was the uh, he's the author. rondall is the author of, of course, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. which is. Big, right. Well, not big claim fame, but the, the one that everybody can, you know, face uh, right. him. But this is his version of it that they did on DVD. Okay. Uh, the Real Ghostbusters. You've got the volume one, two, three, four, and five, and the set of those uh, five. So if you like the animated, mo- uh, animated series of the Real Ghostbusters with the uh, original cast, it's now out. It's okay. It's Tuesday. Uh, Electra Woman and Dinah Girl is
0: coming out. Uh, okay, I was on wondering DVD. if you were going to mention that one or not. All right, I kind of want to see this one. It's based off of a old TV show, off of a comic. It's um from Sid and Marty Croft. Yes. It's a classic 70s TV series. Yes, but there's a reboot.
1: Yes. All right. And that's all I have. I know there's probably a lot of I, honorable mentions that I've I missed. No, Honestly, I only have one. Okay.
0: One and it's a good one, too. The Taking of Pelham 123. Yeah. That is an old Okay, now people might go, was that the one with, uh John Travolta? No, this is the original, which is um, Walter Minton, Robert Shaw. Yes, this was uh, this is a special edition, so I might actually have to go pick this one up because um, it's on. It's been out on Blu-ray since 2011, but this is a special edition. Mm-hmm. The, basically, it's uh, they take over subway line in New York. Uh, it was really, really good movie. It was one of those. Um, I forget how I learned about it, because it was not, was never been a movie on my radar when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then, because it was like, it's a, it's a 70s movie, and it's not a movie, I'm not a big Walter Walter Matthau fan, and the only Robert Shaw movies that I know that I've I, I seen him in is Jaws, and From Russia With Love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's my extent of, of Robert Shaw, and maybe a couple of movies, I think he was in Black Sunday. I think, yeah, I think he was. Um, but when I was working, I think it was a pizza shop. Somebody said that's one of his favorite movies, and that I would like it because of it's it's a really gritty kind of it's a it's a good crime story. Mm. It's really good. Has hostages and you know, it's i can't, I, can't, I'm not, I know I'm not putting it in good words. I felt like the Denzel Washington John Travolta version was good, but it's definitely pale in comparison to the original, in my opinion. Okay, now I, granted, now a lot of people going, "Why it's a movie in the '70s? I don't know if I can really like it," you know open your mind. Like I'm saying, it, it feels very 70-ish only because of the style and the atmosphere. you you looking out in the city. It, it's, you know, New York in the 70s. So that way, you know, you've, um, Times Square is gritty and dirty like it should be, right, right. you know. But it's still a damn fine story. And it's Walter Matthau. And like at the time, we figure Walter Matthau is more of a comedic actor. This is more of a drama. Mm. He plays more of a, of, a, of a drama guy. And it's like, This is really, he plays like the head of the, he plays what would would have been Denzel Washington's role in the remake, where Robert Shaw is the John Travolta guy. Mm. But It's really good. Have you ever seen the original? No, I have not. Okay, we might have to have a movie night with that, because it's really way better than the the Travolta one. I don't think you saw that one, did you? I have that one now.
2: <laughs> uh, maybe, that maybe one. I got.
0: Maybe one will have, well, because I didn't. I could we'll never go back to back.
1: We'll do one we and then do the other, do and yeah, see which be better.
0: Which do you prefer? A head. We should start doing that. Like like a uh, old school versus new school, and then which one do you decide? Right. Which one's better? Right. All right. What else you got? Oh, like okay. For example, Ben Hur. I've yet to see the trailer for new, new Ben Hur, but I saw the standee again at the movie theater. I'm talking to my dad, and I'm like, we'll probably go see it. Ben Hur is one of my old, my favorite old, old time movies, mm. old timey movies, and by old timey Fine. I mean like in the '60s. But the big thing about Ben Hur with Charlton Heston is is that that chariot scene. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna go see this new movie, and I'm gonna watch that. You know, there's a chariot scene in it.
2: Yes, yeah,
1: it that's because that's what the movie's about. I mean, I've seen the trailer for. The oh movie yeah, or... what is
0: it? It's all about the chariot race. Yes. You're kidding me. No. Because in Ben Hur, the chariot race is just a blip in the big, big storyline. They,
1: they, 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 they tell Ben Hur like he has to be whoever in the chariot race, which is, I think, a Roman soldier. And that's his brother. Wow. That's what, yeah, that's what the the char- that's what the trailer has put out there. Because it's not I'm, not. I'm not guessing. This is what they actually no, no, said no, in I'm, the I'm... trailer. Because the look on your face is go. Are you sure? <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I'm. I'm. It's more of the are you shitting me, really? Yeah, that's right. Because I know nothing about, like, this was a movie that was being remade that snuck under my nose because I probably would have been one of the people going, I don't like the... Re- ah! yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I hold the chest, the Heston one really in, way up there as far as, like, quality of movies go. And that chariot scene is, like, at the halfway point of the movie because the movie's an epic. Yeah. And it's done with real horses and real chariots. And it's an amazing fucking piece of cinematography. Mm-hmm. And very rarely do you use the word cinematography. Yeah. You know, most of my, it's a good movie, Yeah, but to have the new Ben Hur, I'm just telling my dad, I'm like, you know, it's going to be all digital. I mean, yeah, it'll probably be great, but it won't have that kind of visceral impact of seeing live horses doing this race because, you know, there's somebody on set going, no, it's going to harm the animals. And I'm not saying that. Yes. Granted, you don't want to hurt any animals when you're making a movie or a film of anything. But there's a certain amount of tension being built when you see that being done live and real on film. Yeah. You know, where this is gonna be a bunch of digital horses and a digital there's gonna be a guy in a studio just kind of shaking some reins on a green screen and everything's gonna be put in for him. Right. Where in the original it's fucking real horses and real it's a real chariot races, and then there was real accidents and it was amazing.
1: I mean I I can imagine they're going to do something like that. I mean going with gladiator and those those right. gladiator fights and there were some chariot uh you know horses around that and that's remember a couple of scenes from from the the movie. Right. So I then that wasn't CGI. That was all.
0: But again it was pre-CGI before you could actually get away with a realistic looking horse. Yeah. I think, you know, like I, I mean I
1: imagine though some of it's going to be real. I can't imagine them just doing I... <laughs> digitalizing all these horses and
0: Doing I like you say, like the
1: guy in the reins and it says it's a big screen big screen uh uh well, I mean, screen it's not
0: gonna be just, you know, like him guy going, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, just a big fan in front of him going, someone throwing dust up. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll really do it <laughs> up nice, you know. He'll be doing that. Yeah, making it look real I and mean, then yeah. digitalize him into the scene. But it's still it's not him. He might do a couple of, you know, real life passbys, or what they'll do is They'll have him go around the track a couple times, yeah. and then take him off and put a second guy and put him on and be like, okay, well you're in this row and you're in this row and you just follow that all around and they'll put them do fill them all individually and then put them together, yeah, or have just them all on green screens going,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I I think there's going to be some realism. There's going to be some actual like actual horse racing going on, of the non-violent variety. You know, that one really wouldn't yeah. hurt the horse.
0: Yeah, six in one hand, half a dozen of the other. I right, say. All right. Yeah, all right, all, right. all right. You got anything
1: else to say? I know. I just have the video games. You want to talk about these? Yes, games? let's talk about video games. Right? All right. Uh, we have uh, Rocket League uh, collectors. Uh, edition by 505 Games for so the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And that is a Tuesday release, 7 Yeah, this is
0: a... Um, it's a big game online right now. It's mm-hmm. kind of like soccer with cars. I don't know if you've seen any of the... No, I have not. ...gameplay. Uh, it's you in like a dune buggy type car uh, and a big giant soccer ball that you bang into um, a net. But you're on teams. Like, you have a team and another person has the team. So it's kind of like, hey, I'm going to kick... Hit the ball with the car over here and let this car bank. To... I mean, it's it's an interesting concept and it looks kind of cool. I don't know if I can, but it's really a huge deal. So they put it on disc, and I think for how much is it? I think it might. be. Uh, it doesn't say here. I don't have it. I think you get some, some bonus tchotchkes for buying it on disc, mm-hmm. and some extra virtual currency to buy stuff for your team. But I, I mean, it looks interesting. I don't know if I'm. I personally I'm not rushing out to buy it, but it's a huge. Huge thing online. I.
2: Whatever.
0: Okay. Okay, what else you got coming out?
1: Carmageddon uh, Maximum Damage by Sold Out for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's also a Tuesday release.
0: Okay, it's Twisted Metal Light, I'm going to guess. Okay. Probably everybody yeah, doesn't know what Twisted Metal is. It's a bunch of cars. It's like Mad Max in an arena, but this is going to be Carmageddon.
1: Carmageddon Maximum Damage is a racer where pedestrians mean points and wreck your opponents. Oh, it's Death through... Two Thousand. <laughs> Through encourage, through encourage, babe, through, thoroughly encourage, so I guess you have to wreck other people. Race, wreck, race, wreck, and destroy up to 30 vehicles, ranging from max damage, classic Eagle R, to Hammerhead's Project X. There's never been a better reason to hop into your murder machine for some insane fun.
0: Okay, so it's, uh, <sighs> all right. All right, I mean, uh... It looks interesting. I don't know if I'm... Ru- Again, I don't know if I'm rushing out to get it. All right, what else you got there?
1: Romancing the Three Kingdoms 13 for the PS4, and that's on a Tuesday release.
0: I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: I, I mean, I remember this back in the day. I think Nintendo had this, uh, and a couple of friends of mine loved this game, and it was kind of like... Um, uh, c- civilization, in a way, I think, where you build up a kingdom and like you war against other factions. And, okay. And as you develop more and more, you can have more modern weapons than the the other factions. Okay, and, so
0: it's kind of like that new that app that everyone sees, the mobile strike. Uh no, I was thinking of Age of Empires. Age of it's S. Yes. Okay. Where you start off with nothing and you build up your town and you get resources and then you progress to the next level of evolution as far as humanity goes with. All right, I get it. Okay, what else you got? Uh, that is it for video games. Okay, I got a review, Ed. Do you? Yes, on um, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Wow, <clears throat> I think we talked about it last week that I was picking it up. Yes, you did. Yes, yeah. I picked it up, Ed. Oh, that's a much my review. Okay. No, no, um, okay, uh, I'm, I love the game, yeah, I'm gonna f- but it's a Lego game. I, I can't, I know people are like, oh, What do you mean? Same plot as all other Lego games. You st- you do the storyline during the course of these levels. You break stuff up to collect studs, and then at the end of the story, you click studs. Hey, what's up, baby? I'm a stud. You know, instead <laughs> of chuckling before, trying to do in a silent chuckle.
2: It's, it's like I didn't say
0: duty. <laughs> so, um, you collect the studs to buy you know other characters that you unlock. Mm-hmm. you know and you follow the you follow the story of the force awakens okay uh it starts off though with the battle of endor you know so it, st- it start it starts the prologue is episode 6 okay so you kind of do the battle of endor which includes you being on the ground with han solo and, and princess leia mm-hmm. up in the space with lando and mm-hmm. nine nub you know, so you do the, they have space battles. Uh-huh. They have um, what I like to, a couple of new things. Number one, space battles, which mm-hmm. is always cool. This kind of a cover battling system where you run up against the wall and you're crouched down and you got to rise up and shoot the other Lego figures with your blasters. Right. I'm like, that's never been done before. That's kind of cool. And also the multi-build system where at certain points when you have to do one of those builds, mm-hmm. like, you know, like every every Lego game, you need to build something to progress to the next part of the stage yeah you have an option now of how you want to do it you can either go to the left or go to, kind of like it's a, kind of a choose your own solution okay um some you have to do more than once like you have to do one then do the other one or vice versa okay um but you have to break it pick either left or right and it builds the one that you want and then break it down and then do the right one S- or, or the left one you know, whichever one let you- start with yes, yes. The second whichever one, right? yeah there 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 some will also lead you to like the red bricks the gold bricks so you you kind of it gives you the opportunity to play around with them
2: mm.
0: uh then not only does you do not only does you do not only do you do the force Awakens story but they also included side stories where um Poe Dameron has to rescue Admiral Akbar and it happened this was supposed to have happened prior to episode 7 okay cuz you know why well, was Admiral bar there. Well, he was captured. Now, I don't know if it's supposed to be the little novellas that they did before mm. the Force Awakens to kind of flesh out the story or to introduce these characters. Mm. Um, but again, they're all like fun little levels. Kylo Ren, old uh, you know Han Solo, Chewie—they're all in it. You mm. know, little Lego BB-8 that you get to play with. It's a fun. Uh, it's a fun game. Uh, you can do the story like. The storyline, if you're just going to buy the game for the storyline, I'm going to be honest, you can kill it in, like, two days. Mm. If if you all you're interested in is just playing the story of of just the Force Awakens Lego, two days, maybe three tops if you wanted to get all the planets and stuff like that. All right. But the real fun really begins after you get that storyline where you get to the free play aspect of any level. You can replay in a level that you want at any time, but you kind of want to wait till the end because that way you unlock characters... Like Captain Phasm can only destroy the gold bricks, yeah. you know, or the flame trooper, but you have to buy the flame trooper, you know, they think it's like 2,500 studs <laughs> to get him. And he, a lot of studs. Yeah, get, you know, but if you play the um, Captain Phasm level, that's, you get her automatically. Okay. So you can, if you just wait and just do all the planets and you can go back and do all the free play and then try to find the, the mini kits, the red brick, all the, all the gold bricks, all the collectibles. Yeah. All the collectibles to me, that's where the games, to me, that's where the game really starts because that's why you buy the games is because they're e- always easy to get a hundred percent, you know, to platinum, mm-hmm. but you, you know, so like, why not spend the extra time? It'll probably take me a couple weeks to actually do it. It might take me a little longer because I did get sidetracked with overwatch again. I'll explain why in a minute mm-hmm. after I get done this review. Um, I recommend the game. If you're a fan of the Lego games, this is a great game. It's a solid game. And what I like is that they seem to kind of push gameplay for the Lego games with each iteration of a Lego game. Like, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, here's this, and hey, here's that. And then you see that that gets incorporated into the next game and with something else new. Like, the whole multi-build thing is new. The cover system is new. for, And it's not throughout the entire game. It's like little sections. Mm-hmm. to help propel the story. Um, space battles. Space battles are always great when you're doing Star Wars. You know, um, I can't say the same for Battlefront. Uh, you know, <laughs> they don't have space battles, but they have the air-to-air combat. Yeah. Um, and, of course, you know, John William Music is, is predominantly in the game. I particularly like that they actually got the whole cast from The Force Awakens to actually do new lines, like mm-hmm. to flesh out the storylines or comments like to have um the, the woman who plays captain phasm have her own level so she fits predominantly it's not like they're not just taking audio clips from the movie and dropping it into the story she was actually in the studio doing more lines
2: okay
0: now that includes john bodega daisy ridley carrie fisher harrison ford so just so like there's a level where you know you have Han in that ship with the raptors, you know the big mm. beholder things. He's like yeah, to get three of them. Well, here there's a Lego level of him getting one of them. You know, like that story, but it's him, predominantly talking through a lot of the the, the storyline of that cute little level. Yeah. So like there's Harrison Ford doing a fucking video game because it's so easy to find somebody who probably can do an impersonation, but to actually know that it's him kind of gives a little bit of a. I can't believe they got Harrison Ford to do this fucking game, like <laughs> because there is this one moment, and you know how much I adore the Star Wars and how much I adore Harrison Ford yeah. and and the, and the crew. There's a moment where towards the end when they go from the base to the Star Killer base, mm-hmm. where Han takes Finn to the planet. Yeah. Well, there's a level specifically designed right before takeoff where you actually have to get the you have to. Um, Put stuff onto the Millennium Falcon, which is weapons, guns, and one more thing. I mean, weapons, fuel, and one more thing, and I'll tell you what this one more thing is. It's Wookiee Cookies.
2: Okay. All right?
0: And it's funny to hear Harris and Ford to go, yeah, we need we the three things. We need weapons. We need fuel. And we need Chewy Chewie. And we need Wookiee Cookies. <laughs> and I'm just like, Harrison Ford just said Wookiee cookies. That's funny, fucking funny. That is so funny. <laughs> and now, but it becomes even funnier when you have Carrie Fisher saying a lot, yeah. too, because she's like, Really? Wookiee cookies? And he's like, Well, we're out. Like, you know, there's uh. they have this actual kind of conversation that's really funny. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, Oh my God. Or in that same section, you need Nine Nub to move and open up a door, but he's pissed because he wants a specific flavor of ice cream that they don't have. So. You know, again, it's it's Lego. So you kinda go with the the silliness of yeah, it, right? Yeah. So 3PO is like, you know, because he translates for Nine num he's like, look, he specifically wants this ice cream, and you know, he can't seem to get it. And Carrie Fisher says, Nine num is a hero of the second that's death- destruction of the second Death Star. He can have whatever he wants, even extra sprinkles. You tell don't tell Han that because he's not I don't want him to know. Like yeah. you know, like you're just gonna go that's Carrie Fisher cuz she's got a distinctive voice. Yeah. I don't think you can find anybody who's going to be able to in- impersonate her uh, now. Maybe back when she was younger, yeah. maybe. Not now. It is all her. You know, I don't know if I don't know if Mark Hamill has any lines because he's in it for like again, just like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and they make a joke about how long that final scene is. Like, that's what I like about the Lego games is that they make they poke fun at what they're honoring. Yeah. Because you're, you're watching this whole thing, and there's, you know, where she kind of hands them, the, there's these moments where you just, just random goofiness. Like, um, here's a quick one. In The Force Awakens, when the stormtroopers are landing, you see the internal, you see the flickering of the lights. Yeah. Well, in the Lego mo- in the Lego version of the game, it's because someone's flicking a light switch.
2: Yeah. You know, they're just they just bored
0: and they're flicking a light switch, which is causing the the flickering of the light. Yeah. Until someone throws something at them to make them stop. <laughs> you know, it's like little cute little things yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's it's super fun, and I'm highly if you're a fan of Lego games, get it. If you're a fan of Star Wars games, you're gonna need this one because it's really good and really fun. I uh, highly recommend it, and I got the version that comes with the season pass, so I'll be holding on to that game for a little while yeah. all the packs are done. Cause I know I'm going to platinum it, you know, probably by the end of the month, okay. you know, but I got sidetracked because of overwatch. Right. Now I've talked about overwatch in the past. so I'm not going to re review it, but yeah. for anybody who doesn't know who's been playing it and has not really been paying attention, they started this thing called uh, a season where they're going to be ranking you and your playability. And then there's obviously perks for winning perks, you know, um, things, if you lose, like you get these, this a point system, mm. um, which I'm really interested in trying out. The only problem is you had to be a level 25 to actually get started in it. I'm at like a level 20, so I'm like, oh, like I'm gonna to do some. I'm gonna to do some crunching. Right. Now it's not super hard to go up in levels. I actually was playing last night and I was playing with a guy who was level 99, and I was like, whoa, good look at you, Mister. I have no life, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know.
2: And, and they also, <laughs>
1: I'm just laughing because you're just one podcast away, uh, from being that guy. <laughs> Come on, right?
0: All right. Well, still, I'm, I refuse to be that guy. All right. Um. So, and they also kind of made a lot of. They made a lot of updates. They nerfed the cup, and by nerfed, they mean they softened up some of the attacks and some, and uh. strengths and some of the others. Personally, I, I kind of feel like it was a bunch of people who were whining too much about not knowing how to play the game. Uh, like I, had a, I had a guy come in. He wanted to buy Overwatch. And I asked him what, you know, like what made him want to buy it. And he's like, well, I'm a huge Call of Duty fan. I was like, well, you slow down there. You know, you got to let go of that Call of Duty mentality because it's not about kill death. It's about accomplishing missions, you know, your goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they nerfed a couple. Like I always feel like people gravitate towards the characters. 21 characters, and you're going to have a favorite. Mine's Reaper. He's a guy that wears a mask that looks like a skull and he's got two fucking shotguns. He looks badass as fuck, right? right. So I love playing him. But there's people out there who are gonna get, who get, hand my ass every game. Yeah. Because they know the counters. Yeah. Like there's a there's a thing um Bastion. He is a robot that turns into a tank and turns into a minigun. And usually the person who knows how to play him puts him in a corner where it's hard to reach. And he can just, you know, his back to a wall and just as any one of anybody comes up, he just guns him down. People feel like he's overbalanced, like he's over like he's OP as fuck, and you can't beat him, blah, blah, blah. But that's because you're playing a character that, that is designed for in close fighting. But if you grab Widowmaker or Hanzo, who are the snipers of this group, you can pick him up from afar because your range is way better than his. Yeah. So and it's not like once you pick a character, you're stuck with that character through the entire game. At any time during the course of your match, you can run back to your base and switch characters or switch characters if you happen to die. So I've done that a couple of times where I've played a character and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going get my ass handed to me. And now I need to I need to switch my tactics on the fly mm-hmm. you know to go with this character because we need to help achieve the goal that's needed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think that I'm not saying I'm a lot of people think that way. But a lot of people also don't, where they just kind of go, I like this character, so I'm going to play this character all the time. Right. And then wonder why you're getting your ass handed to you because someone knows the counter to that character. Right. So I kind of feel like a lot of people bitched about the overpowerness of some of the characters, so Blizzard went through and kind of redesigned, like um, um, Mc- McCree, the, the, the six-shooter guy. People were saying that they were taking advantage of he's got this flashbang grenade that he can throw down. But he's also quick on the draw so a lot of people were, which when you throw the flashbang you know, stuns the person in front of you and then you can do like the six like <laughs> and it was killing people like almost like a one shot kill almost right so they kind of remodified him so that there's a, a there's a cooldown rate from once you throw this to when you can throw it again or theres it's they they, they do they tweaked all the characters yeah now sometimes that's needed sometimes it's not I just, personally, I think it kind of takes away the challenge of learning a character or learning the char- the counter if you're going to start lightening up these characters or making one less powerful and one more powerful mm. to f- try to find an even balance. Because I don't think you really are ever going to have... Like, when you when you lower the stats of one character, you inadvertently raise the stats of another character because if that person's a counter to the original person, they're now more powerful. Yeah. So now you got to... It's like... Eh, but I'm, you know, so it kind of. Like I said I kind of got sidetracked a little bit back to Overwatch, just so I can try to get to level twenty-five, so I can try to get into the league, not the league, the series, the season,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because they have like, hey, you get ranks, and then you get uh, a gold version of the guns of you know if you if you rank within like the five, like top five hundred. Okay. I don't think top five hundred is going to be too bad, but if there's ten million people playing, it's kind of like a, I'll, yeah. I'll probably never see it. And the season's going to be short, they said. It's going to be, like, until the end of the summer because they want to see how it's kind of like, hey, this is what we're going to start doing. Here, go at it, and then we can kind of see how it works. And then when we do season two, we can take what we learned and adjust appropriately for a longer season. Yeah. Like, I think season one's going to end in August, and season two is going to start, like, in October. Okay. You know, so that way they kind of work out the bugs and shit. I don't know. It Game's still fun for me, so that's what I've been doing. All right, you know, uh, you've been doing it. You actually, I think, went outside of your. You stopped playing Star Wars for about twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, i uh, i i I had some extra time this weekend. I, I have a four day weekend through the through the the uh, national holiday we have, and uh, my company was nice enough to give me an extra day off. And um, I have really nothing to do, so I just kind of wander through. Now, one of the things I have is with GameStop is is that I like to get the print there you you have a membership that you can get discounts if you own a pre-owned game and you you uh you get 10 percent off with this membership right and it yes. gives so you the, a sure. month monthly book or, or not book but a monthly magazine they send you of the game inform right and it tells you about upcoming games and so on well you can either get it in print or you can get a uh an email sent to you with a link
0: that will yeah, it you gives you a digital copy
1: digital copy now I'm not really much of a reader on the internet, like so much, like like I think you're
0: not much of a reader, period. Right,
2: well,
1: okay, <laughs> right. But I do like to have the the physical book because my wife likes to look at it. Or sure, you like to look, look, to, <laughs> look, to look at the pictures, look the pictures, the artwork. Stuff to
0: something to read when you're in the shitter, right? You know, <laughs> stuff like that.
1: You know, or, you know, there's if there's a game, I like to to read about it. You know, but sure, I like do to do
0: reviews and things like yes. that. Yes.
1: So I've been trying for the last. Four months to get it from digital copy to print. Apparently, right.
0: this is a major uphill it's battle. It's not a major uphill battle. All you got to do is make one phone call. I've
1: made three phone calls. <laughs> went to a GameStop three times. Uh, you know, and I, and I'm not saying like they're not helpful. They've everybody's been very helpful, right? But I still yet to receive one in the mail, like you know that used to come, like you know. Yeah. And it was because when I re-signed up, because it's a yearly subscription. When I re-signed up. The guy, I told the guy I wanted to print and he forgot to do that.
0: Right, yeah. So apparently, their, their concept is to save a tree, automatically assume you want the digital copy.
1: You know, and I told him that I wanted right. the print and he didn't do it. So I you was know, just kind of.
0: You should give the option to a customer to kind of go, hey, look, you want the digital version and tell them. "Like, I know from personal experience that the digital version gives you more content, it gives you videos, video interviews, some gameplay videos, and stuff like that which is great if you're that hardcore gamer that lives their life online and watches anything you can on a screen. But if you're like me and like yourself, go, look, I got about 20 minutes because I've got to take a really big, long poo. Let me take something to read. There's my Game Informer magazine because I'm not sitting in my lounge chair going, oh, I see the new Game Informer's in. Let me, let me peruse through that. Yeah. Like, I'll skim through it when I first get it. Yeah. And then I put it on my, my, ca- on my dresser until I got to go, Ooh, I think i got to poo. <laughs> Grab the magazine, <laughs> hanker down and go, Oh, look, let me read this article on virtual reality.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, oh, it's the ATC. looks pretty good.
2: Bloop. <clears throat> <laughs> <Yo. laughs>
0: Ooh, the PlayStation yeah. VR comes out. Knocked
2: over. <clears throat> <laughs> so,
1: so anyway, so I went to GameStop on Friday on my day off, and... I got harassed <laughs> <laughs> to buying video games because apparently my GameStop knows I really don't buy much in terms of video games. <laughs> you don't say it. <laughs> yeah. So the jackass behind the counter it goes, oh, you don't even buy games anyway. You know, so they had it going on. Now, I actually, if you're, if you're listening to this live, it's already over. It's already. over. I thought it was tomorrow.
0: It's all weekend, I think. I don't. I don't. I know it was going to be over Sunday. The manager
1: said it was supposed to be over Monday.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think it might extend it till Monday, but I'm not really sure. Okay. Okay. Well, you could you could say Monday, because okay, GameStop is going to be open on our national holiday, just so you know. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want to crash the, you know, go over, you know, especially if you're in the Philadelphia area in the Northeast, you want to go to the Bel Air <laughs> Shopping Center. <laughs> There's a GameStop there. You can you know, go. But that's my local GameStop. You uh, might see it there. Yes. I doubt it because I've already got games. <laughs> <laughs> but I did pick up three games because they're having a, a sale going on. Buy two. It's any pre-owned. It's not just games. It's anything that's pre-owned in their store. You buy two of the items, and you get a third thing free. Right. So as, as any, many of you know, I really only have one game. Technically, I have two. I just haven't played the second one yet, which is <laughs> the, the latest Batman game. But I figured, you know what? The one game that Sean has always talked about that I wanted to play, and I've I've been yet to buy it, was Watch Dogs. Okay. And I did see it at the E3 conference a few years ago, and I, I and I was like, wow, I really want to play this game, and I kept wanting to buy it, wanting to buy it, and then finally I figured, you know what? That's pre-owned, so let me pick up a copy. And of course, it's buy two, boy get one free. So I'm like, well, I might as well get two more games while sure. I'm here. So. They had the remastered God of War three, so I picked that one up. I played it on the PS three, but I'd like to see it on the PS four. And then, of course, the are, are my the the the.
0: the uh, you could say uh, game, the senior game advisor. Senior game advisor. Thank you, good. I don't know because I, I think they retitled everybody. Well, they're, they're store leader, um, assistant store leader, uh, senior game advisor. Yes. And then a game advisor. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> so the
1: senior game advisor and the assistant lead. Assistant store leader. Assistant store leader came over and was helping me try to pick up the third one, which was Darksiders 2. Right. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what well, a shot. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So So... So, so I picked those two, those three games out. Now, of course, I didn't really play as much, you know, because I just wanted to make sure they worked. Because I only have a week to either return it if I don't like it, or to get it if it's broken to <laughs> right, get right. exchanged for another copy. Now, I'm not the type of person that would go, oh, I didn't like the game, you know, return it, right. you know, or play it a little bit and you know, it wasn't enjoyable. But those three choices were very good. Of course, like I said, I wanted to play Watch Dogs, so I knew I was going to own that one. Obviously, God of War 3. I I've played every God of War show, right. uh, game there was out there, so that one was a keeper. So Darksiders 2 was the only one I wasn't sure about, but I really enjoy that one. I was playing it, and you play, you play the uh, one of the four horsemen, the Horseman of War.
0: No, it's Horseman of Death.
1: The Horseman of Death? Yes. Oh, No, no, that's right. You're you are looking you're, for war. Yeah, you're,
0: you're... I'm looking for war. Well, see, the thing is, the storyline behind Darksiders 2 is that in Darksiders 1, you play war. And war is accused of starting the Armageddon. Yes, and he is in jail, or he he's he's been taken. Yes, and it, death, his brother death, which is another one of the four horsemen, is trying to prove his innocence mm-hmm. and get to him, and also prove his innocence. So you're on this grand adventure to help prove, to help find him. Yes, it's finding war again. You yeah, know, right? finding war. You know, so that's Story kind of, of my life. That's kind of the that's the basis of the plot, but it is, like you said, done in a kind of a little bit of a God of War kind of the, fight the, style.
1: The fighting mechanics are very God of War esque, so I really enjoy that because I love the fluidness of God of War. And if you haven't played a God of War game, try and play one because it's it's a lot of fun. Now of course it's only exclusive to the PlayStation Right, you know,
0: things. So Playstation Four only has God of War three right now. Right, because the guy the new one doesn't come out for a couple more years. Yes. We talked about an E3. Yes. Yeah, okay.
1: So, but I mean, like, if it, it the, this, the way that the fighting mechanics is, I mean, if if you like a bloody kind of game, like God of War is that kind of <laughs> right. game, because it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not for like the sensitive person, you know, to play. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I mean, let's face it, I mean, some people, oh, that was just too gory. And I'm like, yeah. that's right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, if you want to get some violence out of yourself, play God of War, because you, you'll definitely <laughs> rip heads off of a. Uh, right. Off, off of creatures and rip their wings off and it's it's like so satisfying to do this right you know and and so playing that in dark 2 was that kind of feeling and it was like it was just that satisfactory like kills and yeah and then like some of the puzzles like how to figure out because i get to a point where i'm stopped i'm like in a like in a in in an area that you can't go any further there's nowhere like uh uh direct like hallways to go through or, or paths to go so then now you figure out how to, like, if you, you figure out how to climb. So you have now a climb. Right. And then all of a sudden now you're climbing upside down, like like hanging from the the ceiling, basically, trying to get to the next part. So that way you can continue on the Yeah, like adventure. I said,
0: it mixes a little God of War with a little bit of Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. with a little bit of, um, what was the other game I was thinking of, too, when you play it? Um, A couple RPGs, because there is, you can upgrade stats and all yeah. at some point in time. so.
1: Yeah. So I only played a little bit of it, but I was enjoying it. So I was it was good. A, good, good, a good good suggestion see? by the
0: senior game advisor. Advisor. Yes. Seeing some of them pay to talk to them because they know they're shit. <laughs> so some uh, talk shit, but Yeah, most of us talk shit. Um all right, we got anything else you, like so you're enjoying all three. Well, you know what you know what to expect for God of War. Yes. Did you at least try it to, to see how different it is from the PS, PS3 version, visually you, at least.
1: You know, I, I, I it, you can definitely see a difference. You know, right. in in the, the play of it because it's been a while since I played God of War three. Right. Like I actually still go back and play God of War one because I, to me, the original one is to me the best one out of all them. Right. I enjoyed two and I enjoyed three and I enjoyed the uh, uh, what was it the uh, the fourth one? The Ascension.
0: As- ascension, yes. yes.
1: But, I mean, one to me was always the best because you, you – to me was the – like I, I, I beat that game and I was like so – like one of the few games I beat in right. a long time I was like so excited with, so I keep going back to that one. But like just to see because you're basically – God of War 3 is a continuation of 2 and you're going to fight the Olympians on Mount Olympus and you're the Titans or you're taking the Titans basically up there. So you're on Gaia uh, Earth. And you're fighting on the back of this Titan as he's cl- as she's climbing up to uh, the Mount Olympus. Right. So I forgot that, like, the, you know, starting out. But it was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, it looks so yeah. breathtaking to watch. Like, just the, the, the fights and all.
0: Like, when I, I when I, because I also went back and, and got, got a war through. Because I was like, I remember, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I kind of want to see how well they did. Like of all the games you picked God of War Three, why didn't you do Ascension? Ascension was the fourth one. Why didn't you remaster that one? But I can see why with the God of War Three, it's just like, Oh wow, this is how breathtakingly beautiful it is. Like when you get to sections like when you get to Hades, the marble floors look so realistic because of the of the of the reflection of your own body on it. It's it's gorgeous.
1: Well, just the, the beginning of it as you're climbing up, one of the guys I think it is uh, um, Poseidon comes down in a chariot with all these horses and he crash lands into the oh, yeah. Gaia, and then all these horses come out and fight you basically. Yeah, it's,
0: it's Poseidon. Yeah. I,
1: mean, I mean, I was breathtaking just watching on the PS3, but this was just like, yeah. it was really like oh my god, like it felt like so encompassing, like you could really feel the impression of like being yeah. hit by these horses. It's like Wow, that's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. All right, well, you say we get some news in? All right. All right. Uh, let's talk Spider-Man. Nerd news. Okay, wah, wah. let's talk Spider-Man.
1: Well, they're adding another another actor to their cast. Oh,
0: I'm starting to get worried. All right.
1: <laughs> why Why are you worried?
0: Well, okay, when you start adding more characters to a movie, you like, okay, well, who's the character?
1: Well, it's not a character. It's an actress.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So they, they've been, they're talking about a lot of guys have been signing up. A lot of men have been signing up this. But they got Tyne Daly to play a part in. in, in uh, Tyne Daly? Tyne Daly, yes. Why
0: do I know that name?
1: She was from Cagney and Lacey.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, she was in the gauntlet with uh, Clint okay, Eastwood. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Okay.
0: Right. Wow. I felt, I didn't know she was still around. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean like, to say that like, I thought she was dead, but. I she was in
1: a drama for a while. It was called uh, Judging Amy. She was playing ah, Amy's, yes, yes, Amy's okay mother. yes. So she's been around, but now she's going to... She's one of those actresses that you go, wow, really? She's going to be inspiring? This right. is going to be amazing. Um, though we don't know what part she's going to play in the movie. A lot of people think she might be playing a teacher since uh, Homecoming is going to be about uh, Peter Parker's right. life in school, high right. school uh, in, in New York. So uh, that's, that's what they think it. But uh, yes, yeah, she's uh, now a part of the cast. So, uh, but speaking of that, I wanted to jump to this one, um, uh, you know, something that you have mentioned over and over again. Now, this is just a rumor. I'm not going to say this is actual fact.
0: Oh. But this was something. something I've said more than one occasion? Yes. Okay. Usually I talk out my ass. So <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just putting it. This is when you talk more uh, out of your ass more than once. Let's I, put it that way. I, I'm throwing that disclaimer in there now that I usually talk out my ass. So. <laughs> what's this rumor I, I i mean let's face it if i have if i did i start this rumor that now it's now a news article or it, it, you know it could be i
1: mean it's one of those things that's like you you've made you've made the mention of the fact is think of it this way when spider-man showed up in uh captain america civil war right one of the things before that happened you were talking about why can't all these properties come together. Is that anything? Oh, about? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I I've always
0: been talking that for a while where, hey, there's enough money for all of us. Why can't we all just agree to make really good movies? Yes. Because we all know that they can roll in a shit ton of cash. So apparently. Um, and the one that I, there's one I wanted to see, but I didn't know if it would have to work because that would require um, Disney and Fox to get along. Well, that's that's what this rumor is about. Oh, really? Yes. Uh,
1: apparently, um, Matt Key, who is a producer on the cult director's Kevin Smith Fat Man on Batman podcast, okay. So I don't know if you've heard this or not. So I'm just gonna, all right. But apparently, he stated I heard from few of, of many sort a few of my sources, my Little Birds that Fox and Marvel have and the dot 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 kind of talked, but not really. But there's a th- interest from Fox, like oh, you know. What they did with Sony and Spider Man might actually be pretty cool, like
0: maybe. Okay, um, um,
1: we're years away from ever possibly happening, but think of what would be would take Fox joining hands with Marvel. Okay, so the the idea that, of course, Mar you know, uh, uh maybe Fox coming into the fold of Marvel and joining the X Men characters into it. Of course, there's, they were also mentioning the fact that the, the latest Fantastic Four movie didn't do too well in, in the theaters, and the latest iteration of um, uh, X-Men Apocalypse didn't do as well as they thought it would.
0: Okay. All right. So what it sounds like is that... Um, I, I did talk about this in the past. Where yes. Why not? Why can't... I think that Sony getting along with um, Disney mm. to do Spider-Man... I think if Spider-Man does really well, yes, I think you're going to find other companies. Fox might kind of go over and say, "Hey, look, obviously the Spider-Man thing worked. What do you say we do uh, Avengers versus X-Men?" Right. Yeah, like why not? Like, or Well okay. just
1: have X-Men characters in the Marvel universe with Captain America. Or,
0: Look, Like we, the new Avengers we coming. We know yeah. that Infinity, the Infinity War movies might need a couple of the characters that we have. So if we let you borrow them for this storyline, will you help us with our next movie? Right. Now, I, yeah, it's great talks, but I don't... Okay, here's the problem with it. Okay. And I've always kind of felt this way. There's too many egos at play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you start dealing with... Like, Brian Singer started the X Men movies, then left, and now's back. Uh, you know, now you don't. It's, hard, it's a matter of opinion whether or not he was good for the series or bad for the Really depends on how you feel. Like, I do know that he walked away from X Men 3 to do Superman Returns. Yeah. And then didn't do First Class, but he, I think he produced it. He didn't direct it, Brian Vaughn did. Okay. Um, but then he did come back for Days of Future Past, and. Apocalypse. Right. So is he going to come back to a third one? And if he's going to come back to a third one, now I, we talked about the movie Apocalypse. I thought it was okay. I mean, I wasn't blown away by it because it felt like, okay, it's just another X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. Like it feels exactly the same. It didn't, didn't have any kind of a pop for me. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, and I'd watch it again. It will gladly go on my DV, my Blu-ray wall. Yeah. You know, but I'm I really hoping, like, you know what? How about cheer the fucking movie up again? Like, like, where's the comic book in the movie? Like, at least with the Disney movies, they're comic book movies. There is a comic element to it. Right. You know, where I kind of feel like the X-Men is, it's a comic book movie that wants to be a real movie, mm-hmm. where it's more realistic than comic book. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I have no problem with that. I just come sometimes when you walk out, like, Especially after Batman v Superman, and then you see Captain America, you know, Civil War, and then you see Apocalypse. You feel like you had this great sandwich with shitty bread. You know, <laughs> I, they kind of like the the bookend movies from Civil War are so pale in comparison that you kind of feel like. For me, I just felt like, okay, well, that was a nice sandwich. I just wish the bread was had a little more flavor to it. You know, yeah. and i I don't know how, I don't know if Brian Singer is going to want to be, um, agreeable to maybe brightening it up a little bit or letting the characters from the X Men movies that he helped found. You know, I mean, the movie versions that he helped f- with the foundation of. I don't know if they can play in a Marvel movie at this point. Yeah, but the the, the
1: really the the.
0: Going back
1: to, like, with Marvel versus X-Men, you know, uh, uh, Disney versus Fox, when, you, when you're when you looking at a Disney movie, they have the right writers doing the movies for those movies in terms of they can't add a comic element to it that people will still laugh at and enjoy because it's, yeah. you know, and it's still a good enough movie that they go, well, if they took the jokes out, it wouldn't be as, as good, but it still would be enjoyable to watch.
0: Right. They're still solid movies.
1: Right. Where where X-Men is, it's never, you know, they always kind of are serious. You know, there's not too much comedy going on to it too much. There is here and there some storylines in the comic book universe of X-Men that you could have as, as you know, some comic elements to it. Not a lot, but a few. And to me, X-Men Apocalypse was watched like you picking up Uncanny X-Men and reading that one and then going... Oh, well, there's another X Men line. Let me read right. that one. Then that's how I thought X Men Apocalypse was. It was a, gotcha. kind of like a, okay. a different line of comic books because you've already seen uh, a Nightcrawler in X2 and, you know, with Ian Cummings. And I thought he did a brilliant job. Yeah, of he that, was great. You know, but I also like the new Nightcrawler in this okay. movie. You know, so like those characters were slightly different. I mean, uh, you saw, uh, spoiler, uh, Wolverine in the new X Men movie, which was totally different from. Right, because, you know the yeah. previous movies, but you got that like that Weapon X kind of feel, right. you know, type it to it. So you 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 go. Well, it's it's still the same storyline. They just told it a little bit differently. Okay, you know, right. and and granted, I mean, you know, I wish they would do a different storyline, you know, for. it. But this was more of different characters they wanted to develop. And I, I, I mean, I kinda hope that there was another one after this one. So like very soon that they're gonna just gonna go, okay, this was kinda like a prelogue of some characters you were gonna get used to, and now the second movie is gonna come out with these characters and you're gonna appreciate right. them more because you'll know a little bit more about them, their backstory. Okay. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I I because I'm an X-Men fan, so it's kinda I'm kinda biased on the
0: whole thing. No, and, but again, I, I understand that bias, but like I said earlier I didn't hate the movie. Right. I just, I wasn't wowed. Right. I was like, okay, I saw the X-Men movie. It was good. I forgot what it was about. Like, you know, like you walk out and go, oh, it was good, but I can't, I can't, there was no real standout moments for me.
1: Right. Because I mean, the, the, the major moment of it is the fact is, is that you're, you're fighting apocalypse basically defeating apocalypse. And that's the whole point of the movie. And it's just like, it could be told in 20 minutes. Like right. little you know, like our, our half-hour battle—that's right. pretty much it. But like, it's like some of the characters they want to kind of flesh out a little bit more, or they start to kind of go, "Well, you—you've seen Jean Grey, and you've seen Cyclops, and you've seen them, but this is kind of more more of their like beginnings, Like, right. like being who they are, and how okay. they, you know how we're going to flush them out now to the previous movies. Like this is how they are. Now. Okay,
0: well, to go back to the article, I mean, if they're talking, I still think that they're going to wait and see what happens with Mm Spider-Man. I got to be honest. The the Spider-Man homecoming is one of those studios have gotten together in the past to make a movie. But I think when you, you know, you have Disney who has been really successful with their, their, their Marvel line of movies and you have the peripherals like Fox and, and, um, Trying to think, mostly Fox and who was uh, and Sony. Sony, right? They've had hits, but more misses than hits. Yeah. I mean, yeah, X Men Apocalypse may not have been a bullseye, but it was definitely real close to a bullseye. Yeah. You know, it was
1: profitable. It
0: was profitable for them. So it's kind of like, but so has been the Amazing Spider-Man too. It just was not critically liked, and it wasn't fan liked. And I think the problem is, and I, I know we talked that the, the Ghostbusters movie comes out in like two weeks. Mm. I, and I, I, like I said, I hate to say that I want it to fail, but I kind of want to see that they're starting to take notice of the box office and not make a property and just go, Oh, well, they'll just see it anyway. Right. Like, because I think that was the kind of mentality of the fantastic four was that, Oh, it's the fantastic four movie. It's a comic book movie. People go see those. So it doesn't matter. And then when the first opening weekend happens and it bombs horribly, it made me happy, not because the movie bombed, but it made me happy because people are now starting to show, no, we care about the product itself. Yeah. That's why we're going to see it. And then they paid that back in spades when everyone and their mothers went to go see Deadpool. Yeah. You know, and then when, they, when Batman v Superman came out, because it wasn't critically great, it affected the box office because now people are now starting to realize, oh, my dollars count. Right. If I don't want to go if I don't if I think that movie is gonna be shit, you know what? I am not gonna go see it opening weekend. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. You know, and see what the reviews are. And be like, you know what? Ghostbusters, I don't know anybody who's who's seen that trailer or who's heard that theme song that I played last week, is even remotely interested in seeing this movie. There is nobody I've ever talked to that was like, yeah, That movie looks like shit, but I'm gonna see it anyway. Right. Like I think that now we're we we're turning a corner where people are gonna realize you know what? It looks like shit. I'm not gonna go see it. Fuck them. When you, if you want me, in that, if you want my money, make a better movie. Right. You know, and I kind of hope that Ghostbusters again shows, like, it'll probably win its weekend. I don't, you know, I don't, not not really much else coming out in, in those two weeks. You know, like on that on that weekend.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're, they're, they're what we did talk about the first hour, so there's not really much competition right. for
0: opening new releases. I hope it doesn't make $100 be, million. Yeah, you know,
1: but but I, I don't, like said, I don't see it making, I, I, I could see it making maybe $30, $40 million dollars at max. Right. You know, and then and then, and then that's it. That's as, as that's as high as you can. And the next week, you're going <laughs> to see it number six. Right. You know, and then it just fall, like just dropped I mean, yeah, like ba-
0: Batman v Superman kind of did that too. I mean,
1: and the thing is like Batman v Superman to me wasn't a horrible movie.
0: Right, it wasn't horrible. And it was it was just that, you know, it was just weak plot, plot lines right. that really hurt and the like, movie. I, like I was telling my dad, it was like when you watch Batman v Superman, you go, I like that fight, I like this scene, I like this scene, and I like this scene. How they interconnected all of those scenes, I didn't like. Yeah. But if you go, oh, Batman v Superman's on, oh, that fight's coming up, let me watch yeah, And then once that fight scene's over, you can go, oh, that's right, Martha. And then you just keep going on. You just keep clicking. <laughs> yeah, right. Or oh, it's Doomsday. Let me watch that because that fight was pretty awesome. Look, there's the introduction of Wonder Woman. She's great. Okay, now I can keep going. Because yeah. like, there's, no, there's no pull into you. Like seeing Tarzan. If I saw Tarzan on TV, I would stop and watch the whole movie because I was interested. It was a two-hour movie that didn't feel like two hours because it never felt like it dragged. Mm. Batman vs Superman felt like it dragged a lot. Take a second half. Right.
1: The second half of really dry. Now,
0: from what I've been seeing on the internet, in a couple of weeks, on the 19th, Batman v Superman, the ultimate cut comes out. That's that R-rated one that they're promoting, the director's cut. Yeah. It, some people are starting to apologize to Zack Snyder by saying, hey, you know what? This actually was a better version of the movie that came out. Still kind of, eh. But it was way better than the, what we got. Yeah. So... I don't know. Like I'm obviously we talked about it you know, on the write up. It'll be uh it's gonna be on my shelf. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it again. I am gonna watch that three hour cut. Yeah. And I will report back to you. I don't know if you're interested in watching that three hour. No, I'm, cut.
1: I'm definitely I'm I'm curious because there's gonna be an extra Jenna Malone's in it and she's going to play a character that was completely cut out of right. the movie. So I'm kind of interested in seeing that. I do wanna see the sequence. Because, like I said, we, when I saw the Daredevil, the the two cuts, I saw the original theatrical cut and the, the director's cut, the director's cut made it a little bit better. You know, right. watching it, you're like, okay, you know what? I, I, I can forgive that one scene that, right. that <laughs> Ben Affleck did, and I'm like, all right, I can go on with it. But going, like, you know, for Batman v Superman, like I said, it wasn't horrible, but I'm like, if, this, if they can make it enhanced a little bit better, where I can go... You know what? I'm not that horrified with this
0: movie. That you know, like, right? And, and, and,
1: and I don't want to say horrified, but that's the way I feel. It's kind of like
0: I, I really want to like it. I really, like, I really want to give it that. Like, yeah, because it's the first time the two of them are on screen together, and you get to see the fight, and you really want it to be great, and it wasn't. Yeah, you know, to have the whole move, then you can defend that whole Martha thing till you're blue in the face by going, "Well, he was, you know, he that Martha has more of an emotional impact, and it brings back Batman's humanity," and you're just like. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, you know what? I would have rather had Batman getting ready to do a killing blow and all of a sudden there was a huge explosion of, of doomsday walk blowing, you know, showing up. Yeah. Like, or something happened that accidentally split them apart. Or like how in The Force Awakens, as cheesy as it was, you had um, Ray and a, a Kylo Ren and what's her face, Ray, and then the Earth split in half, splitting them two apart. Yeah, I would rather have had something like that. Yeah, than Martha. I just and I know watching the ultimate cut, it could be five times better than what I saw. I'm still gonna be like, Ugh, yeah, at that moment.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, like how, it's just it's like, just weaken the movie, just completely it, just. It, it just kicked the, the legs under it and just let it fall. Right, unless there's a soliloquy from Bruce Wayne himself going, "You know what? I really hated him." And then when he said my when he said Martha, I felt like so he's there's an he, empowering speech. There was that... a, yeah, like some sort of empowering speech where he admits that up to that point he was a fucking murderous bastard. Yeah, and then seeing Superman feeling for someone he's never known in his entire life, his adoptive mother, you know, seeing him brings back some. I need him. I need Bruce Wayne to kind of go, dear diary, Yeah, I was a son of a bitch and I was a mean person and I was a bully to this guy that I didn't know and I was getting ready to kill him. But by some coincidence, his mom and my mom have the same name and when he was pleading for me to save his own mother, I felt like it brought back the humanity in me because it's showing that he was willing to sacrifice himself for a greater good. Yeah. And that made me realize, that brought me, snapped me back out of reality. All right, it's kind of cheesy. The love, Bruce. You know, like, <laughs> love B.W. And close it, and it puts a little bat lock on it. You know? <laughs> I mean, at least something other than just go, oh, what's that name? You know, yeah. I'm sorry. That's my Christian bell voice. But why that name? Like, you know. All right.
1: So let's hope that rumor is true about yes. X-Men coming to Marvel. I, will,
0: I guess we're going to see. We'll see. Fingers crossed.
2: Uh, Again, it's
0: a rumor. So uh, we'll. God, yeah, the just... Geekster segue. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, what else you got? Uh,
1: reboots. You, we've we've talked about reboots. we just talk about
0: Ben-Hur reboot. Yes. Taking a poem one,
1: two, three. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Uh, well, they're going to reboot a TV show an old 60s tv show
0: either they rebooting it on tv or on the movies
1: well they're going to reboot it on MTV so they 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 did in the movies which was well, those movies that you watch it's horrible but you still watch it
0: oh there's so many of those <laughs> uh, i mean i know they're re, they're rebooting macgyver man but...
1: that's not the one i i I'll, I'll tell you because uh, well okay well, i'll give you one more hint and then and i'll have to tell okay. you if you to get it Matt LeBanc was in this movie that was the reboot. Lost of- in space. That's the one. Oh! <laughs> you bumbling bag of the bulbs? <laughs> all yes.
2: Right. Uh, all right.
1: Apparently, it's coming to Netflix. They're rebooting the- uh, I'm in.
0: You're in? I'm in. All right. I mean, look, I, I know that movie. I loved the TV show as a kid. We talked about it. Yes. The movie, I found myself getting- uh, You know what? I felt like I was hypnotized because I found myself watching like almost like an, a half-45 minutes of it until I realized- I'm watching lost in space what the fuck am i doing yes you know but <laughs> that never
1: that never made air of that story of what you were telling me the, the day uh, you were sitting there eating
0: i was eating breakfast
1: or sure, something like sure, that sure, and i yeah. was
0: like oh lost in space is on the movie i'm like "Ooh, this is so bad it's so horrible and i'm done my breakfast and i'm still sitting there my bowl's on the to the side i'm just watching the movie going wait what <laughs> I'm watching Lost in Space. I got shit to do. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I got sucked into this really horrific movie, and I'm just sitting there going, "Wow, I know this movie's so bad, but I can't stop watching it." So, so Netflix has decided to go. You know what we want? We want more of that, except better.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right.
1: So, the creative team of Matt Sazma and Burke Sharpless these are the names uh, are they're going to be the screenwriter, the writers of this? They were from the Last Witch Hunter. Dracula untold and gods of Egypt oh, and the up- oh, and not to mention, oh, not to mention the upcoming power Rangers reboot. Oh my God.
0: All right. Okay. Now hopefully the power Rangers reboot will be good. Um, but, uh, what was the gods and in- gods of Egypt, gods of Egypt, which was panned globally. Yes. Um, I don't know if the story was good or not, but obviously all right, people had a lot of problems with a lot of the casting members. um, uh, okay. Like you said,
1: because I kind of want to see God's... I really so do, do I. You know. So I kind of do, do, but I'm like, I really don't want to admit to Wait, it. We will have to red
0: box it. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, okay, and the one before that one, which was Dracula Untold, <laughs> which didn't do great in the movie theater either. either. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to give two <laughs> writers of the movie... Of those movies, The the Reigns to Lost in Space. I mean, okay, that's great if you want shitty dialogue. Yeah. You know, but, all right, okay.
1: The showrunner will be duties will be handled by Zach Estrin, a writer and producer best known for his work on Prison Break.
0: Okay, all right. All right. Okay, well... Fingers crossed. So there's
1: no casting, of course, yet, and and there is no real plot for it. But they assume
0: that it's going. <laughs> I'm going to say Lost in Space. space right, the plot kind they, of. Right they, they
1: are going to bring back the uh,
0: it's, Robbie the Robot. Yes, Robbie the Robot's going to be in it. Is it going to be Robbie Robbie the Robot? It's something I think I try and modernize them. I, I that doesn't say,
1: but uh, yeah. So uh, look forward to that.
0: All right. That'll be a fun ride. All right. What else you got there in news?
1: Disney made a big announcement this week, which which is kind of not really odd for them. But they brought it to social media, which was like, I think, one of the first for them to do this in a way of one of their next big projects they're working on. And of course, they did it through uh, Facebook. Okay. Uh, And uh, of course, it had uh, the, the next movie is going to be I'm just going to tell you what it is. Wreck-It Ralph 2 is confirmed by Disney.
0: Oh, okay. Well, okay. You know what? It makes sense that they would do social media because it is, a, 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 being that's a, a video game property. Yes. Yeah, you know, sure. Why not? Use of Facebook. Uh, okay. I'm excited. I love Wreck-It Ralph.
1: So March 9th, 2018 is the release date for the movie. And of course, it's going to have. Uh, 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 I have his name here for a second. Uh, John C. Riley, John C. Riley, and Sarah Silverman, as just the two of them. But instead of video games, they're going to have their adventures on the internet.
0: Okay, which makes sense why they did it on Facebook, well, right? You know, the kind of the what do you call it—the um, s- symmetry of the whole thing.
1: Yes, yeah, so they said that that. They going through the internet. They have a lot more of jokes that they can they can produce because it's it's a vast area of of.
0: Uh... Yeah, but let's face it. it's not gonna be the record Ralph of the internet that we want. Yeah. Like, oh my God, there's Wreck-It Ralph stumbles upon a, like Pornhub, you know? <laughs> they might do like a, a maybe an adult con like an adult, adult joke. Yeah. yeah. But they probably won't be like, oh, why well, my God, why is he hurting her like that? She doesn't look like she's hurting. Like, okay, <laughs> like all right. <laughs> Why would you put that in your mouth? That kind of thing. <laughs> 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 All right. What else you got there in the news, Ed? Uh, the Flash.
1: They're yes. bringing another actor, another big actor, I could say. I think pretty big. Uh, you, I'll tell you the name, and then you'll tell me whether I'm wrong, right or wrong. Uh, Tom Felton is going to join season three of The Flash.
0: Draco Malfoy. That's right. Um, any idea who he's playing?
1: Yes, uh, he oh, really? is.
0: Oh, yeah. no, yes, they did. I thought that would be under a raps kind of thing. No, he's right. going
1: to play Jillian Dorn, a fellow CSI employee at the Central City Police Department, who suspects more. there's more to Barry Allen besides his good guy reputation. Whether or not, though, the, the thing is, whether or not he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy in the in the
0: series, we don't know yet. Right, let's face it, if you hire Draco Malfoy to be in your show, chances are he's going to be a bad guy. I mean, I hate to do stereotypes, but there are certain actors that play bad guys so well. Like, Christoph Waltz he was phenomenal in Tarzan. Yeah. But he was also phenomenal phenomenal inspector as a bad guy. He was phenomenal in, in, in Glorious Bastards, Bastards as, as a bad guy. guy. So if he were to show up and play the, hey, I'm a nice guy role, I, mean, I don't buy it. Like, there are certain character actors that when they appear on screen, you're going to go, he's a bad guy. Draco the guy the kid playing Draco Malfoy. He what's his name again? It's going to be Jillian. No, no, his real name. Tom Felton. Tom Felton was on season 2 of that Murder in the First. Okay. Wasn't the best guy in that show either. Right. So we well, also
1: played kind of like a, a mean guy in the uh, uh, Planet of the Apes movie, the first right, like, yes. Re-
0: reboot, yes, yes. So like I'm saying, chances are he's not going to be all hearts and st- hearts and stars, like <laughs> hearts and stars. He's gonna, you know, he's probably going to be a bit of a dick. Now I'm more curious the fact that why would he be looking into the Barry Allen in the first place? Because at the end of the season, Barry—I mean, spoiler—Barry fucked up the entire universe that him and everybody else is in at the moment, which
1: is not in the comic book series because they, they said that i was talking to a gentleman at gamestop who uh, it was oh okay we had a, we had a conversation i had a nice long conversation with with the uh assistant lead manager whatever the, to me the assistant manager of oh, the store kidding. yeah you guys. and another fellow customer we right had a nice customer we had a conversation about it because he's he asked, Yo, did you guys see the Flash? And I'm like, Yes, I did, you know. Right. And, and he goes, How screwed up was that? And I go, You know what? I I'm not big on the Flash. Like, I enjoy the show. I've been right. watching the show religiously, but I have like a my interactions with Flash is really Justice League only. I haven't really picked a Flash right. central uh comic book. So he was kind of filling me in and he goes, Well, what's gonna happen from now on is not any like the first couple seasons was comic book central they was it was similar to the comic books but since they since what he did at the end of the season is not on because cw wants to have the show to go on its own and not follow the comic book series and they want to have their own intake
0: storyline i'm gonna head. say i and i would say it, if i was listening to that conversation i think that assistant story leader it's full of shit. <laughs> well, it wasn't no, because, There was the assistant store. Uh, it, c- it was the other uh, other patron at the, the store. other patron. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it was probably full of shit because there is no, why. Okay, let me put it this way: what fix what ain't broke? You know, so far what they did, I would I would have turned around and asked that guy, "Did you read the the Flashpoint Paradox?" Mm. And if he would have said no, then I would have said. You should read that, and then you might want to rethink that statement you just said. Okay, because the it could go off. But like I said, not only does it affect Flash, but it affects Arrow, and it affects um, Legends of Heroes and um, Supergirl because she's now in the mix. Yeah, and Green Arrow and, and Green Arrow. So it's it's gonna, it's there's gonna be repercussions, and I'm I'm telling you, it's probably gonna be more comic booky than than. I can't see C W. The
1: article also pointed out. I just I was just reading ahead yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you know, they they actually point that out. The fact that, that the you know, it's going to be its own drama.
0: So. I don't think. I gotta be honest. I I think that's again. So all, if, all it, just... if, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. Like those guys at those guys know what they're doing. So they've had two successful seasons. Why would you now go in and say? Yeah, you know what? Everything that's working, yeah, make some changes. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Okay. All right. Go ahead. What else you got?
1: Uh, Anna Kendrick. Yes, uh, you know her in a lot of. Yeah, a lot she of was film. in
0: uh, Pitch Perfect. She's you know, she's in that uh, Zach Efron "Mar I Want to Get Married Need Dates" movie that yeah. you just mentioned. She's <laughs> in it too. You know, <laughs> uh,
1: she seems to be a likable, likable actress. She's, you
0: know what? She is. I gotta be honest. I don't know much about her personally. Yeah. But in the movies, and every time I see her promote the movies, she comes across as a genuinely decent human being, That the kind of person that you want to hang out with. Yes. You know, like a fun person that goes, this is my job. I'm just make movies. Other than that, I'm just an average person. You know, what? what I well, in there's... a recent
1: interview with Net A. Porter. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that is, but uh, I'm sure people think. Uh, She says that uh, one of the people, uh, she says, well, an reporter was discussing actors that she saw being great people. And one of them, she pointed out, was uh, Deadpool star Ryan Reynolds, which led to the question, if you could play a superhero character, what would it be? And, you know, if, if, if like in the Marvel Universe and her brother actually sent her stuff that she thinks that she wants to do. She wants to play Squirrel
0: Girl in the Marvel Universe. Okay, I'm going to be 100% honest. I've never read any Squirrel Girl stuff. Neither have I. But my. Honestly, my impressions of the characters from what I've seen, like snippets of and like highlights of, because Squirrel Girl makes an appearance in the latest Marvel Avengers, Lego Marvel Avengers game. Yeah. I could kind of see. Her pulling that off,
1: yeah. Well, the ability she, uh, she has is two of the main ones is super strength and the ability to jump great distances. Uh, she's not a squirrel, but she has a little bit of a squirrel tail going on. I don't know if they do know if that's real or not, but that's, you know, that's all right. Subscribe, uh, describing her in this article, uh, that I just posted on our Twitter and Facebook page.
2: All right,
0: I mean, like I said, I I, I can see that, sure. Um, I, I'm sorry, let's do one more. One more, yeah, one more. Oh. Which one do I do? Well, pick one now and we'll do the other one maybe for bonus stuff.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do this one now. Okay. Uh, Underworld. Apparently they're making another movie. <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I kind of... I, when we, Sean and I saw the last one, The Fear, I think, before we start doing the show. is was one of those midnight movies that we... Because we, we love the Underworld series. I,
2: I've
0: loved the Underworld series up until the... Fourth one. Third one. Third one? Well, the third one was the one where it was didn't have a Selena in it. It didn't have Oh, uh, it was the prequel. It was, hey, remember that story we told you in the second movie? Um, we're now going to tell you that we're going to give you a full. What was full...
1: The, f- the first movie?
0: Uh, it was the second movie. First movie. Okay. No, no. It was the second movie where they talk about the, the head werewolf falling in love with the vampire girl. Yeah, it was the first movie. Okay, I'm not going to argue because we can go back to this back and forth. But I can tell you, they talked about it. They had the flashback in the second movie.
1: That was the first movie. When Scott Speedman was oh, on that board God. and he got bitten by the werewolf and he was he was daydreaming, he was going, oh
0: my God, you watched your beloved die. Yeah, and they him. rehashed it in the second one because the second one dealt with the leader of the werewolves and they had an actual flashback of her getting killed in the barn. No, the
1: second one was uh, you
0: know what? I'm not going to spend the last 15 minutes of this movie we're just going to have to watch it. 15... <laughs> uh, the 15 minutes of this show to debating mm-hmm. whether or not it's an episode 1 or episode 2. The point is they're actually making a fourth a third movie, a fifth movie actually.
1: Uh, fifth movie, yes. Okay. Yes, it's called Blood Wars, uh, Underworld Blood Wars is the movie, and uh, apparently it's being moved, it was supposed to be on October 14th of this year, and now it's moved to January 3rd of 2017, so that tells me there's no, no uh, faith in that movie, Screen Gems and Longshore Entertainment announced that that they were moving the date, um, yeah.
0: Okay, why are they moving the date too?
1: Yes. Of course, the reprising her role is, of course, uh,
0: Kate Beckinsale playing <laughs> Celine. Know, that wasn't my question. What was the question? My question was, when did they push it back till? January 3rd. All the other movies have been in January releases. Have they? Yes. Okay. So they're actually, ironically enough, pushing it back to a time when, believe it or not, that is one of the only movies that I've ever known that has been released in January that became a huge hit. Yes. Because that first one was like a... Like, a uh, two weeks after New Year's e- New Year's Day, my dad and I saw it, and it was like it's where it's a vampire movie in January. It's probably not being any great. And we walked out, and went, "Oh my god, that's fucking amazing!" Yeah. All right. So uh- <laughs> so they're pushing it back to January instead of March. October. October. So they were going to have it in October. Yes. And then they said, "You know what? We're going to wait till January to put it out." Yes. All right. Let's so go ahead.
1: Uh, of course, uh, Theo James returns as Selena's ally David, reprising the role he played in *Underworld Awakening*. Uh, British actors Tobias Mendez from *Outlander* Rome and Laura Pulvar from *Sherlock* will take on uh, take on the respective roles of a formula new Lycan leader and a fiercely amb- amb- ambiguous uh, or no ambitious, sorry, vampire. And Charles Dance from *Game of Thrones* plays. Again, plays the vampire elder, Thomas. I don't remember any of these people. I'm going to have to watch these
0: movies again. Uh, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> Rounding up the film, Starler International cast is James Faulkner from Game of Thrones, Peter Anderson from The Girl in the Dragon Dead 2, and newcomer Clementine Nicholson, Bradley James, and Daisy Head. Okay. And the screenplay for is, was penned by Corey Goldman from The Last Witch Hunter and Priest. Okay. So that's it.
0: All right. All right. Well, I guess I uh, will wrap that up with that. And then we'll, uh, I'm going to do some research because I'm telling you, by the time when we do bonus stuff, we're going to have an answer to that. I still say that they did the story of the werewolf and the daughter of the, the the vampire. They hated each other in the first movie. You found out why they hated each other in the second movie. Yeah. And they had a, that in a series of flashbacks. Because Scott Speedman was in the second one. Yes, he was. Yes. I'm not disagreeing with and you. Scott Speed was in the second one. that's because that's, to me, when I saw the third movie, it was basically giving you a long version of the story. The third one, yes. Okay, you got me to finish? No. Okay. <laughs> the third movie was the story without Kate Beckinsale's yes. character because they were telling you the long version because it had uh, Rita Mur- uh, Moran or whatever the whole name yeah. is. It was the long version of the story that they showed the flashbacks of in the second movie. That's why everyone thought, "Why is this movie being made? You just told us what happened in this story in the last movie." You don't, you, you... No, because I remember it differently. Um, and, and that's I... why, that's why, why you clean up. I'm going to do some research. Okay, you do that because...
1: because I'll tell you now. Since you, since you said your side, of it, I'm going to tell my okay. side of it. It was the first one because when Scott Speedman was was bitten by the the werewolf. He realizes that uh, the the uh, the leader of the lake. I forget his name, but anyway, he 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 has a dream because he visually saw what happened to him in the first one. The second movie is about the two sons, the vampire and the thing. One is Marcus, the vampire, and the other one's the werewolf. And he's trying to bring his, where, his brother out of out of uh, uh, permanent lockup, and that's what Kate Beckinsale is trying to stop with that with that little charm that she has. That's the the key to his vault. And the third uh-huh. one is the retelling of a first story of the, in the, in the uh-huh. thing. Okay, you go
0: ahead. We'll wrap up the show, and I will go do some research. All right, you do that, and we'll talk about it in bonus. All right, we'll talk about it in the bonus. So, again, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Alive on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and tune in. So, Sir went at me on those apps. Don't forget to our, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com.
1: Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. But if you want to get the podcast version of our shows, you know, the, 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 the rebroadcast of these shows or past shows, you can go to WordsWithGeeks.com <clears throat> or iTunes or go to the About sections of Geeksters Radio's Facebook page and see all the other sites you can go to. If you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geeksters, and our shows will be there for you.
0: And we'll see you next week, folks. Bye! And we're back. Welcome back. All right, so as you heard there at the end, Ed and I could have talked in circles, and I had to cut it off because I'm just like we would have been like, no, you are. No, you are. No, you are. <laughs> With this whole underworld thing. Yes. I... Uh, to re- recap, people were going, why you recap? And we just heard it. The flashback scene. We we're talking about the new movie yeah. coming out, and I wasn't a fan of the third movie. I'm a fan of the series, but I wasn't a fan of the third movie because I felt like the third movie gave us the full version of the shortened version that I th- was in part two. Yes. Now, Ed's counter argument was, it wasn't in part two. It was in part one with right. the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So I'm you know at the end of the show, I'm looking up stuff, and I do see a flashback of the the stuff of the what the lead what Lucius is Lucius the head werewolf uh yes, 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 Lucius is telling the story to Michael, and the person edited the video down and to have the flashbacks from the third movie, yes, you know with the
1: actu- actress who played the character in the third right. movie,
0: yes, because in the and then. I was like, that's not the scene that I'm talking about because obviously it looks like it was edited. Right. So we hop in the car and then on a long trip back home for some reason, because a little behind the scenes sort of thing, folks, is that for some reason something was going on and I'm assuming there was like some sort of fireworks display because when we left, boy, it sounded like we were in. Oh, War zone. Like we yeah, we were, like we were in Independence Day. Yes. <laughs> and we couldn't see fireworks, but we could certainly hear them. And then on the way home, there was a mob of traffic. A mob.
1: Yeah, we get get stuck at a light that we can't go any further because the idiot at the light ahead of that one won't move because he's afraid to merge into traffic. Yeah, he's a
0: big pussy. Yes.
1: (laughs) So Sean had to reinvert himself, basically go back around the long way just so we could go in the flow of traffic to keep moving.
0: Right, so uh, we get back here, and after we get settled, first thing Ed does is grab underworld and underworld 2. Yes. <laughs>
1: underworld never Underworld Evolution.
0: Yes. So we pop in uh, the first one and we get to the part where the flashback is. Yes. And I don't remember I remember that flashback because it was done in a very um warpy time. Right. Style. Like you
1: can't really see the faces too much because her face is, is kind of like uh
0: uh um well her and her face is blonde, first of all. Right. Yeah And then it was
1: kind of like uh wavied over her face. You couldn't really see it too well.
0: Right, but it definitely didn't make you feel like, oh we're just covering up her face because if they worked in the Marvel universe, uh Rena Mara or what I think yeah. her name is, she would have already been cast and they would have already had that that moment. It would have been more like a cameo rather than you know, yes. to set up for the third movie, right? But it was just some stand-in actress who probably got paid a per diem for the day, just because she didn't have any speaking lines. Other than just go, eh, eh,
2: eh,
0: yeah, you know. And I told Ed, I'm like, that's not the scene I'm talking about. I remember more of a, of a fleshed out, not still not with her in it, the girl from the third one, yeah, but definitely a more of a talky. Thing, all right, more of a talkie talkie thing, talky, more talkie talky. 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 talkie Wasn't the silent movies, kids? It was the talkie movies, it was more talky, less wavy. And so, we went through the second one now. We went, through, we went through the second one by fast forwarding the chapters, yeah. And unless it started off in the middle of the chapter, like of where I needed it to be, it wasn't in there. So, Ed was right, it was in the first one. I don't know what scene I saw. You know, or how? Yeah. It's just mine. It's like, you said it. It's live on air. I said, you said uh, so I was right. It's recorded now, Yeah, It's recorded. I can just play it over again. You were right. You were right. You were right. So there you have it, folks. Ed was correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm still happy either way. You could say correct, right? Doesn't matter. It's still, it's still...
0: I still... I'm, I just can't... I don't remember why I, th- I see it completely different in my head. Yeah. Unless... You see, I'm like I don't know, like for some
1: reason. Because the thing for me was is that like I remember it being the first because not only not only do I remember it because I saw it a couple of days ago <laughs> on <television. laughs> so that was one. But the other one was I remember evolution, prominently because it was more of Selena's story of of how her origin story, her was. origin story of how she became like a vampire and how she, you know like her family what was involved in right. the whole in the whole. Uh, underworld storyline, right? So that's why I remember there was no like that first part was done, and then they, you know, when they came up with the third one, which was the flashback scene from from the first one, that's when everybody goes, well, "We just saw that. We saw it in the first movie." Yeah,
0: they, you know, I, I felt like that third movie just wasn't needed. It just wasn't like I didn't need to see the Romeo and Juliet of vampires and werewolves. You told us that story. Yeah, you know how it ends, and I, I'm like, why was there really a need to? Tell the story The long version Of that story Yeah Like I didn't I didn't see any, the, the purpose I didn't see the purpose And that's right. why I walked out And I was like I wasn't happy I was just like Alright I don't even think I I, I know I have the f- All all the Selena Ones mm. One, two, and four um, But I don't have three Because As much as I like The, the girl who played The princess mm. I find her Smoking hot mm. I, just, I just I'm just, i like Hey You know what it's, I, I like that, I, yeah. I like her Be- uh, Beowulf she was in Beowulf. Was she? Yeah, the Christopher Lambert one. Oh, oh okay, that Beowulf. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it was Angelina Jolie was in the c- computer animated yeah, one. right. Because that scene, computer animated, Angelina Jolie coming out of the water. It's like, oh, I love that scene. <laughs> Even though it's all digital, I don't care. <laughs> digital She's Angelina. drawn well. She's digitally enhanced. <laughs> She's got pixels that pop. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Ed was correct. I was wrong. That's <laughs> even better now. <laughs> <like> I, said, <laughs> I, I was, was wrong. wrong.
1: Yes. You know?
0: and look, even a blind squirrel finds a night every once in a while, so don't get too happy about it.
1: <laughs> I know. I'll flub it up next week. So. <laughs> and I'm just going to go, ah, <laughs>
0: the revenge is mine. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> we still haven't. There was another argument way back when we still haven't really. Uh, Which argument? The Manhunter one. It was it, not Manhunter, uh Hunter, with uh uh
0: Christian Slater yes and, and uh the end of that know.
1: movie. We we were arguing about uh who survived the, the and who who was the murderer in the in the film.
0: It was Christian Slater.
1: No, it wasn't. It was uh 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 Jamie Lee uh, not Jamie Lee uh, 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 Oh Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller. He was the killer in that movie.
0: He was? Yes. Okay. And we, we, <laughs> we <all> right, I, <laughs> You were
1: like, it's Christian Slater. I'm like, he
0: died like at the beginning of the movie. No, that was Rico who died in the beginning of the movie was Val uh, Kilmer. Dal Kilmer. And Christian Slater. God, I kinda gotta see that movie again. Yes. I know LL Cool J's in it. Yes. And the the, the blonde from uh I want to say Cold Case. Uh-huh. But that was before she became known as the girl from Cold Case. Yeah. So I can I see that movie Do you have that movie? Yes. i got to see that because it was a
2: really, really That's good a girly movie. movie, yes.
0: It was a movie that, it's just a weird thing. I, got, I saw that movie as a bootleg
2: Uh-huh.
0: and my dad bought it because, you know, there's always a guy at a counter somewhere and, yeah. and he's like, yo, man, you know, if you buy two, get one free kind of thing and my dad's like, well, there's no two movies and the guy actually recommended, here, take this movie home. This, make this your third movie. I guarantee you're going to love it. Yeah. So my dad was like, okay, it's free. What the fuck do I care? and we watched it and it was phenomenal yeah like, it was why wasn't this movie in theaters like because yeah, just-
1: I got into a Val Kilmer kick for a while I was watching a lot of his <laughs> movies because there was another one called I think it was called Spartan uh, where he was plays a detective or uh, an FBI agent that was hunting down a killer okay and it was and it had like Ed O'Neill in it and, and uh, oh, William well. H. Macy uh, yeah William H. Macy yeah and it, so it was like, like all these characters it's like People that you wouldn't see in like predominant movies that were in this movie, and it was just it was a great movie to watch. Like, it was a really
0: there's another movie that he's in, and I'm an itching to watch 13, I think it's called. Where and it's 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 based, it's a movie, yeah, but then there's a British version of the movie, and mm. then there was a British version of the TV, it was like a TV show, yes, and it's all on Netflix. So I'm like, one day I will watch it all. Like, I just I just <laughs> I'm just curious because I kind of forget what 13 was about, yeah, and then. Then see the original. I guess I'm saying the British version, and then the TV. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, segue. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Um, I don't know what we put ahead. You got anything to add? There? there is nothing else to add. Oh,
1: well, we could do a bonus article.
0: Sure, if you want. I mean,
1: well, this one, this one didn't make it because uh, uh, time constraints. There was a couple articles, but this is the one that we were down to the last kind of two, and this is the one that. Uh, uh, when we were, we we talked about it briefly a while back, and uh, not a while back, but a couple of days ago, and it's about uh, the uh, video games. It's about uh, Batman. Um,
0: oh, the Return to Arkham.
1: Uh, I'm trying to flip or through the as Batman I was talking. Not the Batman VR. Okay, so it's
0: Batman the re the remastered. The
1: remastered, yes. Yes,
0: um, sadly, we should have we should have reported it on the show on the other version. But, yeah, apparently it's been um, put on hold indefinitely. Yes. Um, reason being, you don't really need the articles. I think I know the article. Yes. Why, why you can skim it while I talk um, and either confirm nor deny what I'm about to say. mm mm-hmm. um, Apparently the rumor is is that a while ago when they did, like, the trailer... They did somebody does a side by side comparison, that, that always happens. Like here's yeah. is what the PS three version is, and this is what the PS four version this is what the remastered will look like. Yes. And a lot of people didn't like the way the remastered looked. Like if you're gonna be doing it now on on a you know, if you're gonna be doing a remastering of those two games and you're fixing the graphics, they should look better. Yes. But a lot of people noticed that they looked worse.
1: They do. I see. I actually yeah, see myself. So I've, I've seen it too. Yes.
0: And it, I guess it, it bothered people so much that it, Rocksteady and Warner Brothers both were like, Yeah, we're not going to put it out until it's done. Mm-hmm. And now that might be indefinitely. It might be five years from now. It might be six months from now. Like, I know it's supposed to come out in in July, I think. Yeah. Um, or actually, this month. This Once, month is July. Yeah, this yeah, it is July. It, it, we celebrate our Independence Day. Remember, I opened the show with that. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I think it was supposed to come out this month. Either this month or August. Okay. Um, but it was like one of those. The, July
1: twenty-six was the okay. release date.
0: Okay, so the end of the month, yeah. and then I was looking forward to it. I didn't pre-order it because I'm like, you know what? I don't really think that there's gonna be a need for it. But right. I was definitely. Excited for it, because I was like, you know, my girl's going to be moving in with me. She well, the thing was it. that they
1: were... It was kind of like the game of year editions where they're going to have all the extra... It was
0: going to be everything things. you ever did for both of those right. the first two games, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, you know? And I know, like, my girlfriend's a huge... She's moving in with me in, you know, just about a week's time at this point. By the time you hear it, less than a week's time. Yeah. Um, and she's a huge fan of those games, of all the Batman games, mm-hmm. and... I was like, "Wow, well, that should be great. She's got something to do while she's, you know, because she's not going to be, she's going to be un- technically unemployed for a while while she's living with me.
1: Right, so getting her, getting her, getting you know, her feet wet and kind of yeah. like getting acclimated to the city. And, right, so and she's going to have a
0: lot of downtime. So right. it's either going to be watching The Little Mermaid on a loop or play the Batman games. I'm like, this is great. I'll go to the Batman games. And then now it's like, oh, well, you know, now it's put off indefinitely. And I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> because i was also looking forward to playing it too because i thought there's i mean i haven't i've played both games and i finished both games but i would there are definitely two games i'd like to play again
1: yeah no no um, they were a lot of fun i mean they were they were the games they were at like when i was playing on the ps3 were the games that i constantly would go back to and constantly play yeah and i mean like to me like i'm not a player of games that constantly play like Right. Like there's weeks I won't go and play a game, you know. Now I have three new games as we were right. talking about in the show, so I might do that. Uh, but like you know, as far as the Batman games, it was like every time I'd come home, I'd play a few yeah. hours a night, or you know that kind of thing. So I got really into gaming at that point because it was really like one of those fun games that you were like, "Oh, I can't wait to come back and play it."
0: Yeah, my girl was more into, especially Arkham City was her favorite because she liked fly- like basically gliding around the city. Yeah, that was her favorite thing to do. She's like, I I could do that for hours, just just be Batman, swing around the city, beat up some people, and I'd be like, what about the game and stuff? And she's just like, I finished it, I, I don't care, like, you know, she <laughs> just enjoy just looking at everything.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, it was okay. glorious. It was. Yeah. it was, it was a, and it was, it was, it was
0: that's what I'm saying, like to do a high def version or a remastered edition would have been phenomenal. Like it should have looked gorgeous. Cause I saw that the, the my my the one image that stands out in my head is the Hugo Strange image. Where on the PS three you see his face and it looks crystal clear and yeah. sharp. But on the PS four it looks like he's in a shadow. Yes. And I'm just like, What what?
1: Well a lot of a lot of the darker tones was the problem. I mean, there's a there's a shot of the Joker where they show him and his eyes almost like because it's in a shadowy okay. uh, uh, like like low light level right. like type of thing. And it's just two black spots in his eye sockets. Um. And you're like Like, uh, you know, and you see the before and after, and you're like, yeah, the after doesn't look as crystal. Yeah, you you would
0: think that the after should have been the before. Like, you figure, oh, maybe they just reversed it. Yeah. You know, like. This is what it looks now, this is what it used to look like. Yeah, and so you're like, that's what it looks like now. It's like, it's a shame. I'm like, ooh. You know, now I have the next game we didn't talk about, but now I have about a month wait time, a little more than a month wait time for No Man's Sky. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't. I got delayed as well, right? It got delayed by way about. It should have came out June 21st. Okay. So I got pushed back just just shy of a month. I mean, about a month and two weeks because they wanted to polish it up a little bit, or who knows? You know, it's a Sony exclusive, so um, I think they just wanted to make sure that it was perfect.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: who knows? I don't. Maybe maybe they wanted to add a couple things. Like this game is such a mystery to me. That I have no idea what I'm gonna get to start off with, other than the fact that it looked great and I get to hop from planet to planet naming things. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, there's gonna be a planet called Geeksters. I'm telling you. You know, and on up I mean, in the solar system, like, it'll be like planet Aquanet Radio, planet iTunes, you know, yeah. in the galaxy of Geeksters. You know, <laughs> hey, look at the new
2: planet Sean. Like,
0: <laughs> here's a planet Ed. You
2: know? <laughs> here's Geeksters Radio. Yes.
0: You know, it'll, and I'll just have a name. I'll just type out GeekstersRadio.Facebook.com. Like, you know, like, or Facebook.com forward slash Geeksters Radio. So you would be like, what the hell is that? Let's go find out, oh, it's an actual website. I'm going to like that. That's yeah. a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I'm thinking it might might be the name of my galaxy. <laughs> so if you pick up No Man's Sky, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> One like I'm more curious to see if they're gonna do a database, but I can't just rid of that game anyway. There you have it, folks. Another edition of Geeksters coming to you, semi-live into your ear holes. like that anything? anything? Because you're scratching your chin, like you have something else you want to add. No, no, just, no,
1: I'm trying to think of something. I just can't. You know? I mean, it's like yeah, right. It's it's well, it is live. It's because we're not gonna edit this. This is what you get. There is no, <laughs> uh, we don't take anything out of the show. All the farts, coughs, coughs, burps are in there, as well as the jokes. Yes. Some of the jokes are the burps, the coughs, (laughs) and the farts. But anyway,
0: Uh, I digress. So thanks again for listening, folks. We really do appreciate it. And if you do want to catch the show live, you can catch it on Sunday nights, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Easter time, <laughs> rolling on Easter on Sundays. Little bunny rabbits come out, come geeksters. They hop, geeksters. geeksters. Um The Easter rabbit, hooray! The happy Easter rabbit, hooray! Sorry, are you done? This whole thing is loony. I should have stood in bed. Anyway, so sorry. People <laughs> like are going. How does Ed do it? How does he? How does he put up with that wackiness? Alcohol. (laughs) He's drunk right now, folks. That's why I don't drive to the studio.
1: (laughs) It starts Sunday morning and it goes way into
0: the night. (laughs) He'll drink after I leave too. God Christ! (laughs) What the hell? Leave the bottle. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, again, thanks again, folks. Um, Sunday night, six p.m. AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in.
1: Just search Aquanet Radio; those apps.
0: And don't forget to check out our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard, or you got a suggestion, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or if you want to say hello to Sean, ask him any questions, or want to talk to him about anything he's talked about, you can contact at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: And we'll see you next week, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him
2: away. Hey, boo. Boo.